This is Dr. John Hunt for Pet Sounds. Allow me to spend some time with you discussing pets, pet care, and everything in between. Today, for Pet Sounds, we're going to talk about causes of ear infections. You're sitting on your couch watching TV or reading a book with your dog at your feet. You notice she shakes her head and scratches her ear every few minutes. The rattling of her collar tags drives you crazy. You ask her to stop. She can't help herself. She continues. Finally, you bend down, flip up her ear flap, and she lets out a whimper of pain. Holy cow, the ear is red like a sunburn with a gooey, mucousy pus in the canal. A trip to the vet results in a diagnosis of otitis externa with a bacteria infection. When you get home, you tell the family the dog has an ear infection. Ointment is dispensed, and after a few days, the ear is much better. But the story is far from over. The vet told you the dog had otitis with a bacterial infection. That means the otitis came, then the bacteria arrived. Your vet most likely explained that there's an underlying cause that needs to be addressed. But first, the ointment to make your dog feel better. Otitis can be a very complicated disease. There are primary, secondary, and even tertiary factors involved in creating the mess you discovered by the couch. The primary causes of otitis include allergies from food, fleas, or atopy, like seasonal allergies, mites, especially in cats, foreign body, autoimmune diseases, glandular problems, endocrine diseases like hypothyroidism, and a condition called epithelialization. These get the ball rolling, so to speak. To help otitis along, your pet could have a perpetuating factor. This is where the body changes its anatomy or physiology of the ear in response to the primary cause and enables the otitis to continue. Excessive production of debris, edema or swelling of the ear canal, a ruptured eardrum, and glandular activity like wax and even calcification of the ear canal are perpetuating conditions. All these will alter the ear's ability to move things out of the ear. To make things worse are the secondary causes that we are all familiar with. Bacteria like staph and strep and pseudomonas or fungal infections like yeast. Finally, there are predisposing factors. Your dog's breed may have a conformation of the ear that predisposes it to otitis. A dog that swims a lot will cause the ear to have excessive moisture. Excessive hair, polyps, or cancer can cause obstruction, thus causing the ear to get otitis. One note about excessive hair. For years, veterinarians felt plucking hair out of some breeds like poodles helped prevent otitis. That recommendation went by the wayside years ago. I recommended plucking out hair only if otitis became a problem. So otitis is complicated. Your pet may swab the ear, make a smear on a slide to look for bacteria and yeast. That will help treat the immediate secondary cause. The vet will also examine the structure of the ear, the skin, general health, to look into primary and predisposing causes. Blood work to test for thyroid and a discussion of allergies, including food allergies, may occur. Listen to your vet's recommendations addressing long-term care. Otherwise, you may be going to the vet multiple times for reoccurring infections. That can get expensive. Regardless of cause, cleaning the ear canal is paramount to clearing up the immediate problems. Sometimes your dog may need to be put under anesthesia to clean the ear. Typically, cleaning can be done in the exam room and you can follow up at home. Some research has shown that microorganisms in the ear stick to each other and embed themselves in the slime on the lining of the canal. That is where the small group's microorganisms grow. 
much like plaque in our mouths. This complex is called biofilm. Cleaning is important in breaking up the biofilm to disrupt the embedded colonies. Treatment may last for weeks. Ear canals that have swollen shut may need months of treatment and even surgery. Cats have the same primary causes and similar treatments. Mites and allergies are the most common causes. I'm sure your head is spinning, trying to keep track of all the different aspects of otitis externa. Follow your vet's recommendations. There may be some trial and error in long-term management. This is Dr. John Hunt for Pet Sounds on WERU. Thank you for listening. Remember, enjoy your pet and don't forget to give them a hug.